Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome into the second half of the episode, The Spiritual Adventure of Manifesting. Now, if you haven't listened to the first part, I suggest you go back and listen to that episode, the episode just before this one, so you'll be up to speed, up to date on the message, On because I'm just going to pick up where I left off. But I will give you a quick reminder of where we were, where we left off in the previous episode, and that is those situations, those events that seem out of our control. They appear to us as being horrendous, traumatic, uh, horrifying less than desirable. And if we create our reality, it's something that you would not have consciously created. And with that, here we go. Our choice point in those situations is not what happened, but how we choose to see what happened, what we choose that to mean about us. You see, our choice point is not the event that happened, not the circumstances we found ourselves in. Our choice point is how do we choose to handle that? What is our response to that? Do we allow it to define us or do we rise above it? Do we choose to let the world dictate who we are from external or do we live from inner signals to be inner directed? Despite whatever happened, how will you rise up? How will you allow that to be a stepping stone to a greater expression? Now, if you want a great book for that, To explore that idea even more, get the book, A Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. In the first half of the book, Viktor Frankl gives his account of being in a Nazi concentration camp and how he saw people around him die before they were ever sentenced to death. And other people that knew they were in line to die, they were choosing a different meaning for their life. They had a different experience. And then in the second half of the book, he explains his philosophy of the psychology of logotherapy. But central theme to the book is that in this horrific situation, you had the ability, and that's where I have gotten the concept of your ultimate freedom, to choose your response. From Frankl's perspective, the epic adventure from man, for mankind, for personhood, is to develop a meaning for your life. What meaning are you living for? Again, this is a manifestation, but uh, just for a moment, it just occurred to me, I need to backstep a couple, and there's an implication of when these events happen, these traumatic events happen, and we can't do anything about it, that there's a sense of destiny. And so the question always comes up, do we have free will or destiny? Well, the truth is, from my perspective, is that we live in that paradox that both are going on at the same time. Every time you create an intention, every time you create or focus your mind, that's your free will. And as a result of that, the angels conspire to lay out a path for you to arrive at your destination. That is a sense of destiny. But you create your destiny through your choices, your perspectives, how you choose to focus your energy. You create your life. And so there is free will. There's also destiny. But again, you manifest your destiny 
through this process of learning to be a powerful manifester, it's a spiritual path because you get to master your mind. And what does master your mind mean? Because sometimes I throw that around a lot and I guess I haven't necessarily clarified it, but to master your mind is to master where you focus your attention, to choose the focus of your attention and not be reactive to the outside world. Again, live your life from inner signals, be inner directed. You see, you get to choose where your mind goes. I know it doesn't always feel that way, but that's the main purpose of meditation. You know, when your mind wanders, you bring it, you catch it, and you bring it back to where you want it to go, and it's a practice. A lot of people, when they first begin meditating, you know, they feel like it's unsuccessful because their mind was going here and going there and talk, thinking about laundry list and things you had to do at work and relationship stuff. When it wanders off, you catch it, acknowledge where it wandered, and you bring it back to your attention. You bring it back to your focus, whether it's mindfulness or your breath or whatever your tool is, your mechanism to focus the mind. A lot of people have the mistaken idea that the purpose of meditation is to empty the mind, to think of nothing. Well, actually, that's impossible for the mind to do. So the the essential purpose of meditation is for you to focus the mind, direct the mind on something that you want to think about, that you need to, to focus on. So essentially, meditation is mind mastery. And mind mastery is training your brain to serve you and you not be the slave to the whims of your mind. See, this is the ultimate aspect of manifesting because you attract that which you focus on. Now, with that said, there are other aspects to meditation, other benefits from meditation, and I'll devote a whole episode to meditating. I've been meditating formally ever since I was 28. That's over 30 years ago. And the benefits are wide and deep. But basically, essentially, The purpose of meditation is mind training, to learn to put your mind where you want it to go, when you want it to go. Well, it may have seemed like I repeated myself over and over again about the the purpose of meditation. Well, hang on, because there's one more purpose. Now, from the perspective of manifesting, there's another layer to meditation. And that is once you train the mind to go where you want it to go, there's a place just beyond that, that reining in where your conscious mind steps aside and there's a space of emptiness. There's a space of bliss. And so by finding that space of bliss, that space of neutrality, your doubt, your resistance gets out of the way and you begin to open up the valve to receive. And again, I'll dive deeper on this when we talk about frequency and vibration, but I thought I'd tease you with it here. Now, I want to touch upon one more aspect to this spiritual journey, the spiritual journey of manifesting, and that's to arrive at a place of alignment. Now, this alignment is created when you align your heart with your mind and your being. So your thoughts and beliefs are in alignment with what you're feeling, and what you're feeling is in alignment with what you're creating, and your actions are in alignment. It's you're walking your talk, you're completely authentic. That's when you become the most powerful manifester and you'll experience almost instant manifestations. The clarity and concentration of power that's available through this alignment is central to my signature coaching program, The Aligned Self. It's also the foundation of all my work with clients. 
when the organizational matrix of your self-identity is aligned and congruent, the results are powerful and inevitable. You see, from an identity standpoint, for the most part, who you know yourself to be is a collection of things that you've learned, knee-jerk habitual responses that you've learned and integrated into your being, into your expression, as a result of external feedback, external influence of your parents, your peer groups, authority figures, and as you've adopted along the way, you inherited perhaps a less than stellar self-esteem or self-concept where you have a belief that you're not enough, you're not lovable. And so as a consequence, you've sought out behaviors, a career path, and expressions in order for you to gain acceptance from outside. For someone out there to say, hey, you're all right, you're pretty good. You know, if you're oriented to achievement, you need to look at what is driving that achievement? What is driving that need for recognition? Is it so you'll arrive at a place where you feel like you're enough. You can only create your reality. You can only manifest your life to the degree that you're unencumbered by external validation. You see, if you change your behavior, if you change your responses, change your focus in order to please other people, to gain acceptance or just love from other people, if, you, if you're changing that aspect, if you're letting that external validation, influence your behavior, then you are not creating your reality. You're basically a puppet to other people's expectations. I know that sounds harsh, doesn't it? But I've been there. I've made that realization for myself. And I was, in my, especially in my 20s, I was totally governed by external validation. But it was at that moment when I was 28, when I looked at my life and I didn't like how it was going. I didn't like where it was heading. It didn't seem aligned with who I truly wanted to be. And I, I talk about that more in detail in that The Path of the Intuitive, uh, episode 50. But I asked that question, how did I get to this point? What was the thing that was really getting in the way? And it was that thing of me wanting to be liked, changing my behavior in order to get the outside acceptance, to be thought of as a good guy. Now, I, I know I sometimes, when I talk about this, I make it sound like it all happened relatively quick, but... Uh, this this inner angst, I became aware of this inner angst and this inquiry about what was going on began when I was 27. And I began looking at my life and realized that who I had come to know myself to be had been systematically layered and developed over time. You know, I learned one thing when I was six, another thing when I was seven, and conflicting belief when I was 12, and then something different. And so... And then I had different experiences and I made different assessments about what that meant about me. And so there was no real coherence. I had conflicting beliefs, conflicting values. I didn't really know what I stood for in the world. I didn't have a mission for my life. I didn't have meaning, according to Viktor Frankl. So I was, I was haphazardly creating. And I call a life like that a haphazard construction now. In fact, that, that's the way a lot of people manifest haphazardly. A little something here, a little something there. There's not typically a great deal of coherence or, uh, uh, or addressing an overall plan, an organizing principle. So here I am with this realization that I didn't like the way I put myself together, the way I had been put together by society. And of course, I adopted it. I didn't really know any better, but 
It wasn't working for me. And as I, I extrapolated out and looked into the future, I wasn't likely to create the life I wanted based on how I was being. So from the context of like real estate of buying a fixer upper, I stripped it down to the studs. I, I, I gutted it and I began fresh. I started with a set of guiding principles and I, I literally chose what I wanted to believe. I chose beliefs that were in alignment with what I valued most. And then I started creating behaviors that were in alignment with those beliefs and values. Now, I had two fantastic realizations out of going through this process of identifying my guiding principles, the, the principles that I wanted to live my life by. The first thing was I had a profound sense of self-esteem, positive regard for myself because I was living my life in alignment with what I valued most. The other thing that I didn't expect and I didn't know was going to happen, and it's one of the biggest benefits of my aligned self process, is once you begin living your life in alignment, you open up your ability to create. You open up the, your ability to receive because suddenly you're not, you don't have all these internal conflicts. You don't have all these self doubts. You start creating. And I started attracting all these synchronicities, all these, a whole series of events that happened over the next two, three, four, five years started to unfold as a result of that one process, that one decision. And this is why my program, The Aligned Self, what, what has developed, what I went through, put myself through when I was 27 and what has evolved since then is one of the most exciting programs I get people involved in. It's exciting for me because I see the transformation. It is not just change. And it's difficult for people to wrap their head around what's possible when they go through this process because they see life as incremental change. Going through the process of my Aligned Self Coaching Program, it's transformational. It's exponential. And so if you find yourself at a point where you want to blow your life open, to be open to receive all that you're due and want to live a more authentic, aligned life, then I suggest you take a look at my program, The Aligned Self. And you can find a link in the show notes, but you can go to yesdaniel.com. And, and actually, I didn't really even realize I was going to you know, make a mini commercial about The Aligned Self. But th this process was so transformational for me at this point. It's it leads in to develop yourself, to align yourself, to be congruent, to align your mind, your heart, and your being. In that alignment, you open yourself up to instant manifestations. Life travels a lot quicker. You open up your intuition. You're no longer getting in your own way. And so what can you take away from this? Start looking at your life right now and ask yourself, where am I incongruent? Where do I have behaviors that are, do not line up with what I value most? Where do I say one thing and do another? Where am I lying? Where am I not in integrity? What am I hiding from the world? What am I hiding from my spouse or my, my significant other? We sometimes hide stuff because if you were to reveal it, if you were to be authentic, then maybe they wouldn't love you. Maybe they wouldn't like you. Maybe they might think differently of you. And if you're protecting that, then you have an aspect, you have a, an aspect of your identity that you've disowned. Don't you think it's time to integrate that back into yourself? So a, a question just popped in my head that you might be asking. 
am I implying, you might be asking, Daniel, are you implying that you have instant manifestations? I'm not only implying it, I'm saying, yes, I do. Not all of them, but I have sometimes almost within moments, other times, five minutes, an hour, maybe a day, maybe two days. By most standards, that's a pretty instant manifestation. But also I need to admit that sometimes things have taken longer, a year, two years, five years, 10 years. But I can say with authority, once those things occur, I look back over my life and the series of events and connections that happened. I could not have arrived where I arrived without going through that other stuff, having those those uh, leaps in awareness, those experiences to reflect on. They got me ready for my manifestation. And I think that was my higher self, my inner being, my oversoul guiding my path because it knew where my ultimate destination was to be. And so sometimes it's not always instantaneous, but it's always working out for you. The universe is always working on your behalf. Now, just for a moment, I want to go back to that time when I was 27 and I had that angst, that that inspirational dissatisfaction. I was dissatisfied with the way things were or had gotten to at that point. I think that was a knock on my noggin from my higher self. Hey, Daniel, wake up. You're asleep. You've been running on autopilot. It's time to wake up. And why would it do that if I create my reality? Well, as I talked about in episode 50, when I was 18, I set an intention to be a teacher, to be an influencer. I didn't even know the term influencer then, but to be a teacher, to be um, a world changer. And while I set that intention, I was not ready at that point, not ready at 18. I needed some life experience. I needed some world experience. I needed some awareness. But I had created that intention. And you've set intentions early on in life, how you wanted your life to be. And you may look back and say, hey, it's not there. But if you're getting the stirring, if you're getting the the restlessness, the quiet sadness, you know, sometimes it's experienced as a quiet sadness where you're quietly unsettled in your life. Like everything is kind of pretty good, hunky-dory, you got good relationship, yet you're not quite completely satisfied. That's because you're not yet in alignment. The, the reason I bring that up is that these moments where you become dissatisfied with life, where you no longer want to tolerate the way things will go. In fact, if I'm going to talk a whole episode on how we die by the inch by tolerating things, but that's, I'll save that for another episode. But these, these moments of clarity that you don't want to be here, you don't want this to continue. That's a choice point to create something new. So I suggest you don't make yourself wrong. Don't feel guilty. You did the best you could with what you knew at the time. You created what you created. You were operating with the best of intentions. And when you have new insight, new ideas, new new possibilities, then you create from there. But it does no good to cry over spilt milk. It is what it is. It was what it was. Accept it and move on. In fact, that ability to accept things as they were, as they are, and then create from there is a very powerful spiritual attribute. The past is the past, and each moment unfolds exactly the way it's supposed to, exactly the way you want it to. And so your point of attraction, your point of creation is the realization that you want to change or create something new. So while this 
manifesting journey, the spiritual journey, feels like a, a path of discovery, it's actually a path of creation. How do you want to create yourself? How do you want to create your world? It's getting clear and crystallizing your thinking, crystallizing your desires. And sometimes that means creating what you don't want. And like I said in a previous episode, sometimes we don't create what we want, but we always create what we expect. Well, my friend, this went a little longer than I anticipated, but I think there's some really good stuff contained therein. So until next time, this is your friend and host urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be inner directed. Are you getting the value of why I say this each and every episode? Follow your bliss, live from inner signals, be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. And that epic adventure is you creating your life. <laughs>